Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Bobby's World Podcast, episode 31. I uh, can't believe it's been this long that I've been doing this, but I, I enjoy it. Uh, if you guys don't know, just for people, new listeners, I have an IG page, which is at the Chronicles of a Gamer with all underscores between the words. Uh, I co-host the Unofficial Controller Podcast. That's just one long word. And I do a podcast with my brother and the Canadian Joe Rogan, Ghost of Gamers Past, with underscores between those words. So I'm doing three podcasts a week. My own, the three Gs, and Unofficial Controller Podcast. And all three podcasts have their own unique sound and style so it's not like i'm going to repeat myself too often but it happens if it happens it happens you know um so the for those of you who've been following the 3g's podcast i officially have they have their own instagram account which is the 3g's podcast with underscores between the words um i put all the episodes on their own uh ip and you can follow them so I just have Bobby's World Podcast for myself. For those who follow Bobby's World Podcast, I'll still share, you know, when the Unofficial Controller Podcast comes out, when the 3G's podcast comes out, or when my own podcast comes out. So I'll use the webpage and share so everybody follows whatever. Uh, listen, one of the shows is better than the other. It, you know, it, you know it, it is what it is. But um, there was no episode last week because so I was sick. So I recovered. I did the uh, on the federal controller podcast. Then I did the three G's. Now I'm doing mine. So there's a week break, but it's okay. I was kind of busy, bro. But I was busy and I was sick. Bro. That that's what it was. I was super sick. I don't think I had the Rona, but I had a lot of symptoms of the Rona. Right, my my body was aching. Um, my throat was sore. I had the chills. I had the sweats. I had diarrhea. I was puking. My body hurt. I don't know if I mentioned that, my, but my body's hurt, bro. My body hurt so much that my balls hurt. So your boy was in pain. My pinky toe was hurting me. Uh, my big foot was hurting me. My left elbow, my right butt cheek, probably the fourth rib on the right side was also hurting me a little bit. Uh, left neck, the left side of my neck was hurting me. Uh, believe it or not, my hair, which is parted t- to the left, you know, I have a little down part on the right hand side but brushed over to the left it looks very much like a world war ii haircut um my hair hurt if that makes any sense it was like my hair wasn't in the normal position so if my hair was bent in another direction my hair hurt okay my left eyebrow also hurt and but i'll tell you what though i could see i could see crystal clear okay so that's that's all that hurt me you know and it was uncomfortable because you know you're going through you have diarrhea so like damn like how much shit can your body hold apparently loads uh so it's uncomfortable when you have diarrhea and then you know 10 seconds in you got to hold your butt cheeks together and you have to get off the bowl and do a little spin around and then puke it's disgusting you know so i had to practice the spin twirl I had to practice flushing. So as the poop is flushing, I puked in to the flush water. And then I had to get back up and then, you know, have diarrhea again. So it was a, it was it was fun. But I'll tell you what, what didn't stop your boy was playing video games. I felt like I watched my girlfriend play Animal Crossing, I felt okay. I tried to watch some TV, had some discomfort. Uh when I played, I was focused, okay? I didn't really feel anything till like I wasn't playing or eating. And I could barely really eat because everything I ate just kind of hurt me, like my stomach. So I didn't work out for probably eight days of the two weeks, which I've been working out five days a week, you know, because we had my girlfriend's sister came over with her son, my boy, Hazi, the one who made the awesome beat for my podcast. And we just bullshitted. We went, you know, went to like a local restaurant outside, stood away from everybody, had a good time, ate, talked. My sister came over, played some card games. You know, so it was pretty, pretty, pretty fun week. The four days they were here was pretty fun. But as soon as they left, I got sick. 
So I'm like, thank God. And then you hear that noise? That's somebody dragging a suitcase. Because it wouldn't be a podcast without sounds from my window. Mm-hmm. So she's gone. Maybe you don't hear her no more. Maybe you do. I don't know. Um, so, you know, it was good. They came over for the week. They went back to Boston. I got sick literally right after they left. I'm like, oh, my God. I hope it's not the Rona. But nobody got sick. My girlfriend didn't get sick. My mother-in-law, my sister, uh, my sister-in-law, Bianca, her son, Hansi. No one got sick, bro. So that's good, you know? Here comes the truck now. Look at this. It's just amazing. It's just amazing. I love it. I love having sounds. Uh, And the window's closed. Imagine that. Okay? Uh, So, you know. That's that was the week that they were here. Then I was sick, so I didn't walk out for the week. But um, approximately, I probably started working out like early July. So I was two forty-two. I don't know if I said this, but if I didn't say it, it's new. And if I did say it, it's an update. So you know, keep your mind on that. I was started off two forty-two. I was two hundred and forty-two pounds. Currently, right now, I'm 227. So that's great. So watching what you eat, the working out, working. Obviously, I do the walks every day with my girlfriend. So that helps. The only thing we really do is walk. Nothing else to do besides watch TV and walk. Uh, you know, so that's what we've been doing. So the, obviously, it's working. So I'm going to keep doing this. And hopefully, I could lose another 27 pounds and be at even 200, uh, which would be perfect for me that's my goal be 200 obviously if I could lose more I'll lose more but I felt like in my peak when I was like in my prime I guess of age 200 pounds I look pretty good uh I think 180 I look like a crackhead it shows on my face it looks like my my face is swollen so not swollen but something so I so I do I do need I do need a little bit of meat on my bones if you know what I'm saying um as far as video games well I finished Zombie Army 4, and that was just an awesome game. What an awesome co-op game. The only thing I didn't like about it was that one of the trophies, you had to have four people beat the whole game. And not in one sitting, just four people had to beat each chapter of each level for you to get the trophy. So big shout out to my boy Marlon at that guy, 1981, and his son Julian, because we really, we really rocked it out. Uh, the fourth player was supposed to be my brother, but he just failed me. So I have an extra PS4. I hooked up the bedroom. To the, I hooked it up into the bedroom. I logged in on another account that I have and through GameShare, which if you don't know what GameShare is, let me explain it to you, okay? If you have a best friend or a brother or a wife, husband, your sister, whatever, whoever you play games with, whoever you trust, this is the kind of person that if you're hanging out and there's a shooting, you know, one of you are going to jump in front of the other for the bullet. So you need that kind of trust. If you have that kind of trust, what you do is you log on to your PlayStation at your house and you deactivate your account. Not Yes, you deactivate your PlayStation as primary. Just deactivate it, okay? Then you go to your friend's house or you call your friend and give him your password and an email. And then what he does is that he logs in to his own account and he deactivates his PlayStation. Okay. Then he logs in as you and he makes you and then as he's you, he activates as primary. And then he and then he goes to your library, download whatever game he wants. And then he logs out, logs back as him. And now any game that he downloaded in your account, he can play. Okay, because I know many, many people who have two PlayStations or they have roommates and they buy online games twice. Like, you don't have to do that. You don't have to buy two Friday the 13th or two Call of Duties or two Zombie Army 4s. You just have to download one. And then you can share it. You can even be on at the same time. 
Okay, so just let's do it again. Ready? You give your friend your login credentials. You deactivate your PlayStation as primary in your house. Your friend deactivates his PlayStation in his house. Then friend logs in as you, okay, and activates as primary. You're, then if you really want, you can log in as your friend and activate. So now you guys can share games together as long as it's downloadable. You cannot do it with a disc, obviously. Okay, so you log into each other's PlayStations, you activate as primary, you log out, go back into your own PlayStation account, and then you can share games. So that's what I did. I used my other PlayStation, I logged in as myself, I made it my primary, I downloaded Zombie Army 4, I downloaded Sniper 3, and Sniper 4, and I logged out. I logged in as the backup account. Once everything was ready to go, I logged onto my PlayStation. Boom, set up a lobby. I invited myself as the backup account. Boom, I put a rubber band around the controller so she doesn't go inactive. She ran around in a circle. We just had to keep killing her. And I invited my boy Marlon and his son and it was four people. So basically we did it with three people because the fourth person was really just useless. Obviously he's just a decoy. So we had to really, we had to kill her, wait for her to turn to a zombie and then kill her again. So she's out of the whole level. And then we played the level and boom, boom, you, you know, and we knocked it out. So it was amazing. That's how I got the the platinum trophy for that. That's how I got the online, the online co-op for players for that. So it's not so bad. Uh, currently there's a sale on zombie army four and zombie army trilogy. For, I think it's 10 bucks. Not bad at all. There's some smooth jazz from some guy who drove by with his car. So for 10 bucks, not bad. Uh, it's, on, it's on the PSN store. I don't know about Xbox, but it's on sale for the PSN store. So that's how I got the platinum. Now, when I, I was very close to 10,000 trophies, okay? 10,000 trophies, not platinums. That's not be ridiculous. So I had Strange Brigade and I had DLC. And I figured, okay. I was seven trophies away from 10,000. I said, let me get these five DLC trophies. And then I can do the two photo mode trophies. And that would have been seven. Yes. Then I needed uh, eight, nine, and 10,000 would have been beat the game with four players. Um, get level 100. And then the platinum. So the platinum would have been 10,000. Unfortunately, and I wasn't even paying attention, I unlocked two extra trophies in Strange Brigade when I killed, I don't know, I think 100 skeletons, and I um, opened up all types of puzzle doors. I was like, shit. I should have stopped playing the game, but I finished the level, which then got me the two extra trophies when I was like, damn, dude, now I missed out. So my 10,000 trophy was Hail to the King, baby, which is still a pretty cool trophy to have. I guess it's 10,000 for Zombie Army 4. And then I got my 203rd Platinum as Zombie Army 4. So if you're looking for a good co-op game to play with your boys, this is it. It's four people. It's up to four people. And you're killing zombies left, right, and center, and it's amazing. So I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it so much, I downloaded the rest of the Rebellion games that were on sale too. So I'm currently playing Strange Brigade, which is basically the same type of gameplay, except this is set in 1930 with mummies and you know those type of zombie characters. Uh, and you're exploring all over the world. You're in Africa, you're in some islands over there. P pretty cool game. It's almost the exact same gameplay and setup as Zombie Army 4. So if you're into that, get it. Boom. You know, I know someone who got it. Uh, but this game, you only need two players for all the trophies. You don't need four. So if you want to go for the platinum, you just need a buddy, and you're done. Uh, so that's that was dope. I'm playing that currently with my boy Marlon again. So you know, he he has like nine platinums now. So he's been platinum hunting too because, you know, people been tight with money, and I'm like, well, 
it's still active, bro. Everyone's fight with money. Everyone's everyone's watching what they're doing. Everyone's being safe. Everyone's trying to save what they can because you can't do nothing during the Rona. So you might as well try to save some money. So basically, he is going back to games he had. He's planning them in them. I mean, together, it's ironic because he helped me get Dead Nation uh, platinum probably, I don't know, maybe even six years ago. And almost six years to the day, I helped him get his platinum in Dead Nation. So that was pretty cool. He did uh, Layers of Fear platinum. Well, 100%. He won trophy from Layers of Fear too. He did uh, Fallout Shelter. So that's dope. What else did he do? He did, oh, we did together Diablo 3. That was fun. We did it with my stepfather. Um, I told him to do Darksiders 3. I don't know if he has it yet, but I told him to do that. We did. What else did we do? We did Zombie Army 4. We're going to do Stranger Brigade now. We have Sniper 3 and 4. So it's been working out, I guess. You know, he's, he's been doing his thing. It's been working out for us. We've been playing between like 3.30 p.m. and like 6 p.m. Just me and him. Uh, you know, my girlfriend watches like Nashville or some shit in the other room. And we played for a couple hours and then we're done. Uh, but that's really the highlight of my day, playing that game. Because I'll tell you what's not the fucking highlight of my day is playing the free PSN for PS Plus users for October, uh, Vampire or Vampire, however you pronounce it, okay? This game is from the same, I don't know, if they're developers or the publishers, whatever. Probably it could be both, but definitely developers. Don't add, and if I'm saying it wrong, my bad. But they made Life is Strange 1, 2, and the prequel. They made that game that was released for Xbox with the twins. Uh, I forgot the name of the game. Uh, they're twins, Native American twins, and they're dealing with the death of a family member. I forgot what it was called. Uh, they made that game. Now, the stories for Life is Strange were great. I liked them. I enjoyed them. Okay. I thought they were pretty cool how they, you know, took different as real aspects of life and threw it into a story. So I thought it was interesting. Uh, life, life, life is strange too. wasn't it Wasn't the best, but it was still good. Didn't play the other game, but my friend has it. He says it's it's great. My co-host Ghost has. He says it's really interesting. He enjoyed it. I trust his review because you know that's just what it is. I trust him there. So. The story for Vampire is interesting. I kind of like what they're doing, but my God, bro. The gameplay absolutely is atrocious. It's like the same repetitive combat over and over and over again. And the bosses are just really stronger standard enemies, right? There's nothing different about them. So I killed the first two bosses, kind of no problem. I'm going for the pacifist run. So you can't kill any regular humans. So there's a bunch of humans with names. Just don't embrace them. You're good. Everybody else, kill. Just don't embrace anybody. Don't, don't do anything like that. Or you have to do the whole game over again. And I'll tell you what, folks. I am not playing this trophy, this game again. I'll tell you what. If I didn't unlock a trophy, I would have just said no thank you and deleted it. That's how much I'm not enjoying the game. But I'm so close. I'm fighting Mary, another boss battle. And since you don't embrace, you're so underpowered, it's ridiculous. Like, I have to farm enemies to get another 1,000 XP to try to upgrade one of my superpowers to kill this bitch. Because she is... One of the toughest bosses in the game, especially when you're underpowered. Uh, on another account, just to see how easy she was, I started killing everybody I saw. It didn't matter. I just killed everybody I saw, sucked their blood, got to her boss battle pretty quickly, maybe within an hour, hour and a half, and I wrecked her shit. Okay, so underpowered, you're a joke. You are weak. You need to really dodge, dodge, dodge. You need to, you need to have the right vampire powers or else this game you'll struggle okay um i hate it wish i never played it 
but at the same time, I'm interested in how it was, I'm interested in how it's going to finish. But this is gonna be, this is gonna get a bad review, bro. This is gonna get a bad review because it sucks. Okay, combat sucks. Now, if you don't know, over my Instagram, I've been doing my 31 days, 31 nights, sorry, of Halloween. It's my third annual uh, 31 nights of Halloween, really. I started 2018, so 1920. Um, the games I picked are, I, I obviously don't want to duplicate games from last year. So I'm going to cover in this one, this year, when, next, when October is finished, I would have covered 93 games. I got some friends to help me this year for games I could not play or wasn't able to play because I don't have the system or I just didn't have the time for it. I kind of started late this year. Normally I'm way ahead of the game, but I did finish on October 1st. So all the reviews are already set, done, boom, ready to go. I just finished late. Usually I finish like second week of uh, August or something like that. Or September, really, not August. So the first game I, I covered was Left 4 Dead 4 on the, on Xbox 360. This game was dope. Awesome co-op game. I never seen two Xboxes hooked up together with cables with two TVs and four people in the same room. That was pretty dope. So that was, that was an experience. I thought the game was awesome. I wish I could play it again. I didn't have an Xbox 360. Sweet Home, or ho Home Sweet Home, rather. This game was very disappointing because it started out so cool. Start, it freaked me out. It was intense. But then the game just, like, dragged, bro. I'm like, mm. It's unfortunate because I had such a good beginning man of medan which is the dark uh i'll tell you exactly what it is Just one minute it's the dark pictures anthology it was the first game in it technically i think the first game was supposed to be until dawn but they just made that its own thing the second game is coming out this month um i don't remember what the title is but it's the dark pictures anthology part two it deals with the witches near salem so that should be good man of medan wasn't it wasn't so bad it's just it just wasn't until dawn but i found it interesting okay night number four look there goes the lady back she's back with her suitcase so either she got thrown out of her house or she's just you know traveling up down the block because what else does it do? Um, night four was Lollipop Chainsaw for the PS3. This game is amazing. If you haven't played it, it's dope. It's Once you understand that it's Japanese, and I mean like Japanese weird, you'll appreciate the game more. Don't do not take this game serious, bro. Don't. You just enjoy it for the, the stupid, fun, slapstick, gory comedy that it is. All right? Remothered. This was kind of disappointing, too, because... This started off strong as well. It had huge clock tower vibe, which was like awesome. But then it just got kind of crazy. I'll tell you what though, the nun, the nun was dope. Like her music, her chasing you was intense. It was, it's, it's not bad, but it could have been better. Uh, part two is being released sometime in October. Uh, it's called Remothered. I think it's called Broken Porcelain, if I'm correct. Uh, and it looks like they improved on the first game. So hopefully that's kind of dope. I did played Alan Wake. Alan Wake was such an interesting game, man. It, it kind of reminded me of like Alone in the Dark meets Twilight, not Twilight Zone. Alone in the Dark meets Twin Peaks. You know, kind of thrown in Billy Premonition kind of like. But it's also like a TV show set up where it will say, once you get to a certain chapter, it's like previously on Alan Wake, like you're watching a TV show. Pretty odd, pretty cool. Uh, night number six was, no, night number seven was The Evil Within 2. If you liked Evil Within 1, you're going to like this one. If you didn't like the, this one, this one's a little bit better. It's a little bit better than the first one. They kind of you know, changed a few things here and there. I thought it was cool. 
that creepy thing that follows you that you just can't kill. Yeah, that was the for me that was awesome. I mean, I, I, this game was great. Okay, Nightmare Creatures. Man, I forgot about this game. And during the conversation with my boy, he mentioned it. I'm like, oh, I have to put this in there because this should have been put like in the in the first year. I just totally forgot about it. If you like Bloodborne, this is before Bloodborne. This is like Bloodborne before Bloodborne. That's this game is amazing. It's a PS1 game. If you can get over the camera and the old school combat, this great. If you get if you get a chance, go for it. Okay. Uh, Doom was night number nine. Okay. It's Doom 2015, I believe. No, can't be that long ago. One second. Bear bear with your boy. Yeah, 2016. Okay, so it's four years ago. Uh, the remake was amazing. It was bloody. Soundtrack was dope. Everything you wanted in a Doom game for this generation. Boom. Now, this game isn't really scary, but for night number 10, I chose it because when I was, when I was, when I was about 10 years ago, um, I harassed my brother and sister to play, well, probably not 10 years ago, maybe nine. I forced my brother and sister, Scott and Katie, to play zombie apocalypse with me and we had to finish all seven days or all 30 days i don't remember what the trophy was and i made them play scott fell asleep mid-game he was just exhausted katie was a like not paying attention she was shooting everywhere but where she had to shoot but we did it as soon as we got the 100 i turned the game off and I, I i apologize i still apologize to them i mean it's probably why my brother hates playing video games with me uh but what I picked was How to Survive, Storm Warning Edition. It's all the DLCs from the original game, included in one package. And this game was recommended to me by my nephew, Hadiel, his, whose brother is, you know, his brother's Hasiel. So it was kind of cool. We played this together, and it kind of had the same vibe where you have to create, you have to get ammo, uh, you know, to survive not only zombies, but weather. So that made the list. Okay, and then I decided to do some friends. So, okay, you know, this one was reviewed by King P underscore Icon 79, my boy. All right, he's been, man, my friend for probably like a year and a half on Instagram. I talk to him all the time. So he was super happy to do it, and I was super happy to ask him, you know. So it worked out good. He did Eternal Darkness, a game I always wanted to play but missed out on. So he loved the game. He wrote his little review on it. To be honest, it makes me want to play more now because, you know, we kind of have a similar game type, all right? Then a friend who I cannot mention, he does not want to be known. I'm just going to call him Ghost. And if you think it's a Ghost Gamer Past, maybe you're right, maybe you're wrong. I don't know. He's just a ghost, okay? He's not the ghost of the present or the ghost of the future. He's just a ghost, current ghost. That's all he is. He did Blair Witch uh, for the Xbox One. Now, he did not like this game at all which which uh you know i'm not gonna argue with him he played it he reviewed it he didn't like it no big deal but it made the list anyway because i'm like why not you know some people might get scared shit of the blair witch some people won't you know horror is very subjective what scares you might not scare me what i find disgusting you might find you know that's normal it just depends on how long you watch horror movies i guess so Blair Witch was a dud, which, you know, it sucks. It, it, you know, it is what it is. Some people roll back and say, oh, my God, they love it. Some people roll back, I agree. So it's 50-50 right now. Next game was carved by Finst the Gamer. Okay, he does his thing over at Downright Square as well. He does all my little overlays for the Instagram. So shout out to you, bro. I appreciate everything you did. Make my page look nice and neat. Uh, he covered... Resident Evil remake for PS4, Xbox One X, but he played on Xbox One X. Uh, he, he thought it was great too. He enjoyed it, but not as much as the second one, but I already covered the second one. So he's a huge Resident Evil fan, horror in general. So he wrote his review for Resident Evil, which was dope. Um, now I made a mistake, okay? Yeah, I, uh, I counted 30 days, not 31, and I had everything ready to go. I'm like, oh shit, I only have 30 game i need one more game and i'm trying to scramble for a game and i'm like i can't think of anything and then you know i'm like oh my girlfriend she's like oh what about luigi's mansion i'm like that's not even scary 
But you know what? Doesn't doesn't have to be scary. Some people don't want to be scared for Halloween. So this is a great alternative. Luigi's Mansion 3. You're in a haunted mansion. Well, a haunted hotel. And you're fighting the paranormal. Boom. That screams Halloween. It's just a comedy. You know? Would Ghostbusters be considered horror comedy? Absolutely. Mark and Disby. So she actually reviewed Luigi's Mansion 3 for me. And I, and I appreciate you. And she got a lot of comments back. And that's good, you know? So that's really what's been going on as far as um, the Instagram page, uh, what I've been playing, what I've been what I've been up to sick. Um, you know, trying to think and get my mind right, see where I'm at. Um, you know, so we, we covered me being sick, we covered the the other podcast I'm doing, we covered what I'm playing. We covered a couple, basically half, almost half of the uh, updates on Bobby's Urban Days of Halloween. Talked about, you know, losing the weight, which is good. Um, you know, that's pretty much, I mean, I don't know what else to say, really. It's, uh, like I said, bro, this is nothing going on. So you're really not doing anything. So it's basically just an update of lockdown. An update of the lockdown. What, what is there to do besides, oh, well, I went for a walk. You don't want to hear a detail about my walk. That's for sure. You don't, you know, what do you want to do? When you want to walk up, when I have breakfast, when I'm working out, I mean, who gives a shit? Nobody. Um, I'll tell you what, though. On my block a lot of people moved out of my block so as we go for a walk we look up at the apartments and there's empty they're empty apartments bro i've never seen a neighborhood so full yet so empty at the same time so it's kind of sad but new york's getting expensive bro so people are just taking up their savings and they're getting jobs elsewhere and they're gonna live a quieter life i guess good for them if they can do it you know uh we thought about it maybe moving we're not really sure yet, but we want to move. It just depends on what's going to happen. You know, nothing's set in stone. So if there's an opportunity and it, and, it, and it fits, you know, it's possible. If it's not there, it's not there. It's like I'm, it's like I'm trying to move, but you don't know what's going to happen, especially during these times. So if you miss anybody, call them. If you haven't seen them and they're not scared of the Rona, you want to go to like a public park or something go you know what else you gonna do if you're working great continue to work bro you know um you got what's it called house party we use that a couple times my boy john and eloy went one there with his wife we talked on there that's pretty cool look there's little maria again little maria's famous because she's on this podcast she's on unofficial Dollar podcast but when I record the 3G's podcast, she's sleeping. So you'll never hear her on that podcast unless she's up late, which is crazy. And no matter what time I record the show, there's always a noise. It doesn't matter. I try recording 6 a.m. I try recording at 9, 11, 2, 5 p.m. I try recording at 10 p.m. It, it, it's impossible. The only way I can probably get quiet is if I record at 4 a.m. And that's a lunatic. I'm not waking up at 5 a.m to record anything that's for sure but i did though i did once early in the podcast i did i had to go to work i had an emergency so i'm like fucking i'm up get some coffee let's record uh well next week the 24 i think it's 24th hold on uh, that's a calculator not a calendar <laughs> yeah next week next saturday the 24th i'm inviting my aunt who is the queen of horror. She's the one who got me into horror movies. Uh, my aunt's coming over. My sister's coming over. My sister Katie's coming over. My boy Marlon and his wife Caroline coming over. And we're going to watch horror movies. Because it's it's my ninth or eighth annual horror movie night. So, you know, you, the usual suspects can't make because they got kids. And, you know, I'm not mad because the Rona's around. And God forbid. So, you know, they're going to come over and watch and hang out. So that'd be cool. Um, you know, I just love horror, dude. It, since I was a kid, I loved horror. I mean, my aunt 
got me watching horror movies at a very young age. I was probably like four or five. My aunt is 20 years older than me. So she's not that much older than me. So she's 57. I'm 37. Okay. Pretty simple math. Um, she used to babysit me a lot. She was basically my main babysitter. Besides my Uncle Tom or my cousin Tom. But my aunt was number one. So we babysat all the time. So we call her. Her name is Maureen. Probably told the story before, but her name is Maureen. And she reminded me of Andy from the Goonies. So I used to call her Andy. And then my mind, my invisible friends were the rest of the Goonies. You know, you're a kid. You know, you got imaginary friends. Or maybe you saw a ghost. Who knows, right? You're a kid. Who gives a shit? So that was my little imaginary friends. I had my little crew, my little fake Goonie crew. I do little fake adventures in the park. And I crawl through bushes, but like I'm crawling through something in the Goonies. You know, this is how you were. You're a kid. And we're watching, babysitting me one night, and we're watching some movies. And then all of a sudden, the fog comes on. And I'm like, what's this? Oh, it's it's scary. I'm like, what's scary about it? You know, like, I'm just being cool. Trying to be, look, there goes the lady again, moving with her fucking luggage cart. Awesome. So, um, what was it? Oh, the fog. Yeah, okay. So, I'm like, it's not scary. You know, I'm trying to be cool. Like, it's not going to scare me. I'm an adult, even though I'm only five. So she's like, okay, we watched it. And you know what? Really wasn't scared. Uh, some parts were scary for me, but I had a crush on Adrian Barbeau. She was a hottie, bro, back in the 80s, man. And that's probably why I fell in love with Big Boobs because of her. Probably, I'm sure there are other women actresses who have done it for me, but boom, she takes the cake, boy. So I watched it, and then my aunt... Now, here's my aunt's logic, ready? She didn't want me to have nightmares. So we watched another horror movie. We watched Halloween, okay? And my aunt showed me that the same actress, Jamie Lee Curtis, is in Halloween and The Fog. She also showed me that the same director directed it because I used to love movies. I still do. And once I understood that that was a horror movie, or just a movie in general, and she's an actress, horror movies really didn't scare me as much as they probably should have at that age. And I was just fascinated with it because The Fog, nobody really got killed on camera. And if they did, you really didn't see it. No one got killed on Halloween on camera either. You just saw him next to a dead body. Remember the guy he grabbed with the knife and stabbed on the refrigerator? You didn't see that. You just saw him stabbed. There was hardly any blood in that movie. The only time you saw blood and someone gets stabbed was in the beginning. When he was a little boy and a little little clown man stabbing the shadow of his sister. You didn't really see that, you know? So that was like, damn, that's awesome. So that, that kind of got me into like horror everything. So Castlevania was perfect. We watched all the classic Golden Era with like Bella Lugosi. Uh, you know, and of course I can't remember any names right now because that's what happens when you put in the spot. I put myself on the spot and I can't remember the names. So, you know, like, uh, do you, I think not Don Larson, that's probably a pitcher from World Series, but you know, someone named Don, Don Chaney, I, no, that's probably vice president, you know, I don't even know. Um, you know, those era of actors, they did all the classic movies. They did Dracula, the Wolfman, the Invisible Man, you know, all that, all that stuff there. So we watched all those. We watched everything up to current, I guess, of the time. So, you know, Friday the 13th, then she got me the game and I was excited. I'm like, oh my God, I got to play as Jason and I get to murder all these kids, but that wasn't the case. You're just, a, you're just a camp counselor fighting zombies and other weird shit. And then you have to go and help the children not get murdered by Jason Voorhees. And I'll tell you what, for a Nintendo game, when you first saw Jason, I don't care who you are, that shit scares the shit out of you. His teal outfit, purple outfit and all, that absolutely was terrifying. That music, ding, 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 it came out of nowhere. That shit was frightening, bro. Sorry. That was the first time I got scared in the video game. That was the game. I watched a Nightmare on Elm Street. I haven't got Nightmare on Elm Street game. I played that with my friends on the 4Tap. So horror has been around for a while, bro. But my father was also super into Halloween, dude. This is a man that removed 
our main door every single night and put the door, okay, in the bedroom. And then he put a red, thick velvet curtain in the front door. He removed the two closet doors when you first come in. One was a tool closet, one was a coat closet. He put all the coats in his bed. And he dressed the whole house in orange light and black light. He had his friends come over and dress up in creepy fucking costumes that he had. My father had a huge collection of scary ass masks. Okay. And his friends would put them on. And then my father would have fake friends because he would literally stuff jeans and t-shirts with newspaper and cardboard boxes. He'd have them hold fake beers or fake popcorn and they'd be placed randomly in the house. So on my dining room table, on the couches in the living room, he even had a guy standing by the bathroom and the entire neighborhood in the Bronx, where I used to live in Riverdale, would come over just to see my father's house of horrors. Right? He would dress up as the devil. He would dress up as uh, just a creature of the night. He would dress up in anything, but he always had a mask on, bro. He loved masks. Okay, that's why I kind of love masks, I guess. And you didn't know which one was the stuffed guy. You didn't know which one was the real guy. You had no idea. So now parents actually allowed their kids to come in. And my father was kind of had like, if you cannot, it wasn't a subway apartment. But when you first walked in, there was two closets to the left. Then you had a long dining room, which then connected to a long living room, okay? At the end of the living room was really an old washing machine room for the apartment that they converted to my bedroom, okay? So if you're walking from the dining room and you walk in a little bit before the living room, you make a left, there's my mom's room, okay? Then the bathroom, then the kitchen, then the laundry room which they would loop around to the living room back. So, it was, you know, you kind of make like a little bit of a half-assed circle. But that end room was my room. So my father even had people in there. And my father would wait by the, by the last possible window with a basket. Now, sometimes it was him. And sometimes it wasn't him. Sometimes it was just a stuffed animal, bro. A stuffed human with newspaper. And the kids would walk in and be fucking absolutely terrified, but also so excited to get this candy. And then he would jump out or his friends would jump out and grab them and they would fucking scream bloody murder. And it was absolutely amazing, bro, to see these kids super like, I'm not scared of nothing. And all of a sudden get grabbed and scream to their mom and they would run right through the house right into the mom's arm in the hallway and the parents would absolutely laugh bro some of the parents didn't want to come in because they were going to be scared shit okay he would hide in the closet sometimes and just jump out imagine getting scared at the end of the living room to turn around to run to your mom in what now seems to be the longest apartment of your life and you're running full steam and he would jump out and stop you damn you got just scared twice bro I remember one kid threw a Snickers at my father, like, and then my father, like, got hit with Snickers, and he just looked, and then he slowly turned away, and the kid ran. Hilarious. So, you know, that was Halloween for me. That was every year, bro. Every single year, we had loads and loads of kids line up, and they knew what was happening. My, my father could have charged admission for this, bro. That's how much, like, um you know, props and Halloween decorations. And my mom didn't like it at all. My mom did not like it. My mom got nervous. She's like, what if something happens? You know, my, my father basically moved all the furniture onto one side so no one could get hurt. It was just a long hallway of tricks and whatever. And, you know, some of the old, even some of the teenagers would come in and get nervous and get scared. Like, oh shit, what's happening here? You know, my father would throw candy from the fire escape. You don't want to come up, here's some candy from the fire escape. There's loads of candy in my house. So I was always sugared up as a kid. It didn't matter. I was always sugared up. My sister was sugared up too. I have a picture. Well, I should find the pictures of this, maybe post them online. That'd be pretty dope. Um, of him in costume. Maybe I have some co some pictures of the house. I don't know. You know, who took pictures really in the 80s? I have I have lots of videos. But I don't know if I have any Halloween fit videos. I know I got a picture of me crying one time because 
you know, my father decided to have a fake guy stand between a toilet bowl and the sink in our bathroom. So, you know, when you're seven years old, you want to wash your hands as a creepy and stuffed man with newspaper trying to wash your hand and take a piss. You got to see this guy, you know, and sometimes he'd be my father. Sometimes he would stay there and an actual person would use the bathroom. He'd jump out and scare them. What's wrong with this guy? That's what he used to do. That's what he used to do. He just liked to scare people. So Halloween's always been, you know, part of, you know, part of me growing up, part of my life growing up. You know, I watch all the Hammer films with Christopher Lee. I'm still watching horror movies now. My girlfriend's not into it. So for me to get my girlfriend to watch a horror movie, I really have to think about horror movies with like a good story. So at least if she's scared, she enjoyed the story of it. But just to pick a movie just to scare her, that ain't going to work, bro. All right. And then your boy Bob will be doing the podcast because she'll kill me. So, so far, we've watched The Thing, The Fog, A Nightmare on Elm Street, Dawn of Dead, Zack Snyder remake. We watched A Nightmare on Elm Street, the original Halloween, Nosferatu, The Lost Boys. Um... I'm trying to think of anything else we want. Oh, we watched Vertigo with not exactly horror, but he likes Alfred Hitchcock, so let's just get it. Let's just get it in there. Um, I'm trying to think. I know she's interested in Friday the Thirteenth only because there's so many of them. But on my my opinion, listen, just watch the remake, be done with it, because really you're only watching Friday the Thirteenth for Jason to kill the kids. And, in unique ways no one's watching that for this plot it's so fucking ridiculous um so i'm trying to pick a movie now that she would like she we recently saw invisible man which again that's hard it's just a thriller but she enjoyed it we just finished watching castle damn i'm gonna say it wrong i don't it's not dark castle it's not I think it's I think it's Castle Rock. I mean this is unbelievable. I just saw it. Got short term memory, bro. Give me one second. Oh, it's it's called Castle Rock. It's on Hulu. My boy Marlon was like, yo, here's the password. Here's the login. Watch this. If you like Stephen King, yeah, okay, you're gonna like this. And you know what I did? And so did Eva. It was great. It killed the first two seasons, right? You know, she she watched The Walking Dead, so zombies not really scary. Night of the Living Dead is a classic, but I can see where it can drag ass because it's kind of old and the special effects are just whatever. So, you know, like I think The Conjuring has a good story, but the beginning scene and some of the things in the middle, like, yo, shit, bro. Is that good for her? I don't know. I don't want to have a heart attack, you know? But... The Exorcist, classic movie, but I I think it might be The Exorcist, but I'm leaning to The Exorcist only because it's old enough where you can see the special effects, but interesting enough where the story would kind of make you watch the movie. So that might be good because she'll know it's fake. She'll see, oh, doesn't look real, you know? Okay not gonna let her watch like the exorcism of emily ross where the special effects look like she actually is possessed that'll probably scare the shit out of her the exorcist you might be like, oh okay you know it's just a tv show it's just a movie which that's what you want right so i'm kind of doing what my aunt did to me you know what i'm now doing eva i guess if that comes full circle i guess you know we have kids i don't want our kid to be a little scared bitch either so i'm gonna try to watch get him to watch some some horror stuff when he's old enough. You know, maybe when I was four or five, I was kind of young, bro. I saw The Exorcist at seven. I saw The Exorcist at seven. And my aunt was just laughing her ass off during the whole movie. I thought it was fucking comedy. I'm like, what is funny about this? This bitch is puking up her whole life. She's spinning her head around. And I'm like, what is she stabbing? You know, as a kid, I'm like, what the fuck is she stabbing, bro? With the, with the cross. Are you stabbing your leg? I had no idea what she was standing. Then I watched it as an old like, oh my god. She's standing in her vagina with the cross. What the fuck kind of scene is that? 
you know? I mean, The Exorcist was just crazy shit, bro. Oh, you know what else is fucking scary? Poltergeist, bro. Okay? Before they had PG-13 in America, you only had G, PG, and R. And then you had, you know, X, double X, and triple X. That's, that's what you have here. Before there was PG-13, a movie like Ferris Bueller and Poltergeist are both PG. So you're watching PG movie, you're like, oh, it's PG, not a big deal. I can't go watch his PG. Uh, that fucking clown in the Poltergeist was out of control. Right? That little TV shit, Poltergeist? Nah, fam, that's not PG. That's PG-13. You, you were, no one was, I was not prepared for that. That shit kind of freaked me out. I don't like clowns, bro. So that scene was like, whoa. So, you know, it's just about picking movies that have a good plot but are scary. It is, it is a night of horror, you know, but you don't want someone to have nightmares and then you kind of feel bad when they do. So I'll figure something out. We have plenty of time, another week, not a big deal. Also, I got to see, despite what I may think or what I may want to pick, it's like, do I even have that for free? I mean, I have HBO, I have Showtime, I have Netflix, I have Hulu, I got Amazon Prime. I have many options, but what is playing? What's on there? So I have to look and then pick from that section and see what I can play for free. I'm not renting a damn movie. Hell no, I'm renting a damn movie. Especially for $9 from 30 years ago. No thanks. Don't, don't want that at all. So listen, let's wrap this up. I'll be on next week. Uh, you know, we'll get down to business, talk some more games, whatever else going on. So if you can't, you know, if you don't, you follow me on Instagram, I appreciate it. You know, if you want to follow the unofficial controller podcast, you want to follow the, the, the 3G's podcast, which, you know, you could do that too if you wanted to. I appreciate it. And I'll catch you guys on the next episode. Peace.